on this episode of the Oklahoma Breakdown with Hacker and Layman, presented by Riverwind Casino. We answer your questions, little Q&A, and that's it. Please download and subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars, and write us a good review. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search Oklahoma Breakdown on any of those, and you'll find us. All right. Our man Michael Hosty will kick this thing off. It's time for the Oklahoma Breakdown. It's beautiful Wednesday, July 5th, and you're listening to the Oklahoma Breakdown with Iker and Lehman, presented by Riverwind Casino. Riverwind is Oklahoma City's premier casino experience, and there are so many reasons why Riverwind is consistently voted OKC's number one casino, but it all starts with their amazing variety of gaming thrills and excitement. Riverwind's beautiful award-winning environment plays host to more than 2,800 of the latest electronic games with a huge selection of table games, including Blackjack, Blackjack Match, Roulette, and Teddy's favorite, Craps. No matter what your game, Riverwind has it in spades and hearts. And to learn more about their gaming promotions and entertainment options in the month of July, all you got to do is visit Riverwind.com. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Now, recording this episode pretty far in advance, both got stuff going on for the 4th of July. Ted, I anticipate that both of us had an awesome 4th of July. That's just my anticipation. It was amazing. It was amazing. Fireworks shows, incredible. Food was amazing. Good times. Ice cold beverages. Yeah. Got to be great. Got to be great. No doubt. Best holiday. And hope everyone out there had an awesome and safe 4th of July. Now, this is a question and answer episode, the old Q&A episode. And if you have never listened to one of these, they, they might be the, they might be like the thing we enjoy doing most all year long. Like we talk about OU football over and over and over again. And this is, this is a nice little dash of something different. I like it. They're always, I always look, look forward to these. We just never know where the conversation is going to end up. And this is, I would say, this is the best batch of questions we've gotten for one of these. <laughs> All right, let's the, see. The it. people really embrace the. Hey, it doesn't need to be about football. That's so good. let's now. That being said, we're going to start it with the football question. Question one comes from at Oki Sooner ninety four on Twitter, who asks, "Does Teddy think we will still win a Natty within the next two years?" He said within three years last year, because I'm here for it. Let's go. Dead? Is that Dusty? Is Oki Sooner 94? Is that Dusty? It, just... it may be Dusty's burner, but it was not <laughs> Dusty. Okay. It does, this, this Twitter account does not identify as Dusty DeVore. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, I'm not going to back off of this statement. Right. I'm not going to I'm not going to do that. 
Um, it would have helped had we stayed in the Big 12 for the entire duration of the uh, grant of rights still. We'll be our first year in the in the SEC, which is going to make things incredibly difficult. But we'll be battle-tested by the end of that season. So there's that we will have going for us. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm him hauling around. I think that if recruiting goes well again with this class that we're going to sign, not, and I wouldn't expect many of these guys, if any, to to necessarily be uh, factoring in that season, but narrative is important, and I think that's important uh, for the transfer portal, which if we get the right couple of moves in the transfer portal and Jackson Arnold is what I think he's going to be, I think we can be competitive in the SEC. Now, does that mean national championship? I don't know. But if you're competitive in the SEC, you can be competitive to win a national championship. I don't think OU has a national championship roster. They do not. They do not. not. Right now. And now, there's there's a lot for me when, when I see this question. There's a lot to unpack here. The move to the SEC bumping up. Yeah, that was something you and I discussed, mm-hmm. right? It would it would not have been the worst thing in the world for Brent Venables to have another year to build the roster while still being in the Big 12, being able to use the SEC move as a recruiting tool, but not having to play an SEC schedule. That, that timeline has changed. But I, I don't think, e- even though I think, Oklahoma's going to have a really good season in 2023. I think I think this program's going to bounce back in a big way. I don't think they have the guys on this roster that can go to a 14 playoff and beat a Georgia and a Bama back-to-back. I just don't think that roster is there yet. But I am extremely excited about how this thing feels like it is building under Venables. So your prediction of them winning a natty in the first three years, I don't think it's coming true, man. And I think, and that's not, I don't think we're bashing the program or Venables or anybody saying that. Like it just, it's more about what Georgia and Bama have built. Like it's more of a compliment than them than to, then I'm saying like, hey, OU's just, you know, they're not even close. Like that, I, I think it's just the bar is ridiculously high when you look at a couple of these programs and the amount of talent they've been able to stack and the quality of coaching staffs that that are coaching that talent. No doubt, there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, we do not have the roster right now. I, you would have to have. a a perfect transfer portal hall and you would have to have like fantastic development from within because just think about this part of it like walter rouse left tackle he's going to be a one and done guy he's going to be gone um if if um 
why am I drawing a blank? Um, right tackle. Tyler Guyton. If Guyton has the season that a lot of people think that he may, he could be a one-and-done guy. Rame is going to be gone. Like, you're probably going to be replacing three, maybe four guys, depending on what your starting lineup looks like this year. You might be replacing four offensive linemen. That's not exactly what you want headed into the first year of the SEC. Um, you know, I think defensively, depending on, like, I mean, we'll learn some this year about a, about a couple of guys, but I think, I think year three defensively is going to be really good. Uh, we'll learn more whenever we see this year. Like, if year two goes according to plan with with where I hope it is, I think year three is going to be a year that they really accelerate defensively. But I mean, as it sits right now, it it would take something incredibly special for that to happen. Yeah, it would it would take a TCU like season, right? And then if you get to the if you get to the championship game, then hey, who knows what'll happen. Hopefully it goes better than what we just saw happen to TCU against Georgia. But when you look at the situation now, I I'm not sure does OU have a better chance to win the national title in 2023 or 2024? Because let's not forget the playoff expands in 24. So not only are you going into the SEC. Oh, well, you're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So Sorry. it's, if you're going to get it, it feels like 23 has got to be the year. Yeah. And coming off the six and seven season, all the new pieces, a lot of question marks heading into the season. You know, who are going to be the playmakers at wide receiver? How's the running back room going to shake out? Can Dylan Gabriel take a step? And that's just the offense. The defense was, uh, that was the the most disappointing part of the team in 2022. So I, with the move to the SEC in 2024, plus the expanded playoff to where you got to win another game if you don't get a bye, that's a lot to ask for. Yeah, well, I, and maybe this is famous last words, and I'll feel stupid for saying this, but if you could ever dream, like five years ago, if I would have handed you the schedule for 2023 and I told you this is what our schedule is going to be, I'd be slapped by anyone if I said that we would lose uh, more than one game. And that game would be to Texas, and you shouldn't lose that one. Like That schedule is as good as you could ever ask for for a runway to the playoff, and it ain't close. We've never had anything. Now, it could look different at some point, right? Maybe TCU's a top-five team again with, behind Chandler Morris. Like, someone's going to be really good in there. But as you look at it right now, it's like, what else could you ask for? Yeah. No. The schedule lines up. There's just so many question marks on both sides of the ball. And maybe it happens, right? Maybe it all comes together. Like, would I be shocked 
if OU makes the college football playoff in 2023? No. No. No, I wouldn't. Right? It, I I could see them going 12 and 1 and winning the Big 12 championship. Right? And if you do that, you're typically going to be in the playoff. Yeah, I feel like they'll be I I will be disappointed if they're not playing in a game in early December that's essentially a playing game. You win, you're in. Right. With this schedule, I, I who knows who you play and what could happen in that game, a one-off game, championship game. You just never know. Look at TCU last year. But, I mean, I, how can you envision it any other way right now? Right. And that's even knowing that we went six and seven a year ago. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. I mean, especially you start thinking about, okay, what are the chances of it happening in 2024 with how that schedule looks? Yeah. It, it may be easier to win a national title in 2024 than to win the sec. Yeah. Cause yeah. at least in an expanded playoff, like, Hey, someone gets knocked off. You get a little bracket luck. All of a sudden you're playing a team. That's the lower seed. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, Something weird like that could happen if you, if you get in as one of those last seeds. I I don't know, but well, and even even for this year though, like it was interesting to hear. I don't know. Did you hear Cole Kublik on Plank Show? He was talking about how like the SEC uh, defensive line is just it's not it's not what it was three, four, or five years ago. And no, I don't expect it to stay that way, but for the near term, that I thought that that was a really interesting quote coming from him because he knows the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and you think about just you're talking 2023. Alabama's got an interesting quarterback situation. Say what you want about Stetson Bennett, guy won back-to-back national titles. Right. Now I know Carson Beck's supposed to be supposed to be the most talented guy they've had there in Athens in quite some time. But we haven't seen it on Saturdays. So Ohio was, uh, State. So was Uyunga Lele there at Clemson, right? It was a can't miss quarterback yeah. situation. Yeah. Now he's the quarterback at Oregon State. Or did <laughs> right, he? It's at, wild. Is he even the starter? I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. But I just don't think with what we've seen from Georgia, right? And just knowing how some of these teams have stacked talent, it just it feels like the Sooners are playing catch up a little bit. Yeah, they are. Now, that doesn't mean some weird can't happen, right? Yep. But I'm just guessing you don't feel you don't feel as good about your prediction as you did this time a year ago. No, 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 no. no. I do not. <laughs> Six and seven will change a man. I do not. I. I I knew we had a development problem at OU, right? You talked about it a lot. Talked about it a lot, but 
the harsh reality, the underbelly of of where we were was ultimately and this is what I said after the season. Like you'll never hear me say that like we shouldn't have done better, we shouldn't have done this, but after the fact, whenever it's already done and I already know the result, I still believe I'm glad it happened. Yeah. I, I think ultimately our hope is that the pain that was 2022 will end up being worth it in the long run. That's my hope, man. Yeah. National champs, 2025 or 2026. I think, I think OU's best chance in the near future, right? Because that means that 2023 recruiting class We'll have some years on it. Jackson Arnold will be, if you look at 2025 in his third year, 2026 in his fourth year. Veteran QB, some homegrown young talent. Maybe you've plugged some some holes with the transfer portal or you know, elevated some positions with the transfer portal. That if we're talking realistic, that's how. That's how I kind of see it. If you're talking about OU playing for a national title, especially in an expanded playoff. No, it's too long. You, you have to, you have to capture, you have to capture momentum early. Like, like for Jackson Arnold, hey, next year, really next year, next year, maybe the year after, but that that's the first year in the SEC. Like you need, you have to, you have to capture something quick. And it's not necessarily that you have the element of surprise. It's just the player feels somewhat, indestructible can't make any mistakes we're red hot i you ha- you just have to take advantage of that way you have it that's what i believe um i think the longer it goes on the more difficult it is to to continue to sell the future and i mean timing wise you're you're exactly right i was going to say 2025 is only going to be their second year in the in the sec well you said 26 well, I, I kind of I went back and forth twenty five, okay. twenty six. You know, I was I was talking through it. Ted, okay. damn it. Okay. Well, I think twenty six is probably more likely though. I just I feel like you've got to you. I mean, even Georgia. You know, what Stetson won his first year as a starter, right? Or did I don't no, know that guy's like twenty six years know. old? Who knows? I know. It's hard. I don't. I feel like you need. I think you. I think you need the ramp. Like quick, not necessarily like this year, like, but like this year, next year would perfectly like catch the ramp up, in my opinion. It's hard once you're established, man. It's difficult. I hope you're right. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I just, it seems, it seems, it seems that'd be asking a lot a first-year starter at quarterback going into a new conference and having that type of impact in that type of season. It'd be awesome. I hope it happens. 
I mean, think about it. Um, let's see, Saban, how long before he won a championship? He won a championship at LSU after like two years, right? Yeah. And then at Alabama, I think it was what he started in 07 and they would they win in 09? No. Yeah, because that's the game. That's the year Colt McCoy got hurt. Yeah, that was my redshirt year. Um, Kirby Smart won it quick. Now, Dabo didn't win it quick, but they had a bit more of a ramp up. I, I don't know. I just feel like it has to happen. Like it typically happens like fast. You have to capture the early excitement, early momentum, the fan base, like the whole, you had got to get the whole thing on the ramp up. Like, cause once you kind of stagnate there and you plateau a little bit, which you, I mean, you never really want to plateau, but it's just kind of a natural, natural thing. I don't know, man. I love your optimism. <laughs> I love it. All right. Let's, let's get to, let's get to the next question. Right. I, I'm sure some people are going to really enjoy you and I go back and forth. They're like, what are these guys talking about? We're, <laughs> We're just coming up with hypothetical scenarios for 2025. All right. Question two. This one comes from at Jackson Moore 5327 on Twitter, who says, who asks, what is y'all's number one bucket list sporting event slash venue you want to go to with your kids? It's a good one. Yeah. What do you think? This is this is so difficult for me. My son plays baseball. Um, he likes to play it. Not a big fan of watching it necessarily. Like I'll pull him over. Um, like the other night when LSU hit that walk off homer in like the eleventh to beat Wake Forest. I like rewound it and I said, Hey, come watch this. You'll like this. And he thought that was just awesome that that guy did that and how excited he was and all his teammates and everything. So like it would probably at least like where we sit right now, I think it would probably be a baseball thing that I think he would enjoy the most. It's like world series. Yeah, probably. But right. if you're going to, if you're going to do baseball, you got to do the biggest stage in the sport, right? Game seven of the world series. Yeah. It's a cheap tech ticket, I'm sure. Yeah, he's out there giving me the thumbs up. Yeah, World Series it is, I think. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, that's what I think. Now, venue, as far as like, like if you're going to watch a baseball game and it's going to be a World Series, it's kind of, I mean, you got to pick somewhere historical, don't you? Fenway? Fenway? Yeah, I think Fenway. Yankee Stadium? Kinda, yeah, it's kind of got to be it, doesn't it? You're more of an East Coast guy than a West Coast guy. Probably. I think. Probably. Yeah. So you're going game seven of the World Series. Fenway or Yankee Stadium? You got to pick one. Fenway. Fenway. Sitting on top of the green monster or behind home plate? Behind home plate. Yeah. Well, you better start saving, dude. I know. <laughs> That's yeah, going to be a steep possible ticket. ticket. Yeah. So for me, so I don't. One of my sons is two. The other one is two months. I don't know what the two-month-old is going to be into. But my 
my son, my two-year-old, he just, dude, he likes it all. Golf, basketball, like he loves going to the Thunder games. Golf, basketball, loves going to the OU football games. So it's hard for me to pick just one because I, I do think like when they're old enough to what's going on, like going to OU Texas with my sons and who knows how many more kids we'll have, but I don't know if it would get any better than that, man. Yeah. And if I have to quit the radio stuff to do it, sorry, dude. <laughs> you know, like, but at some point, uh, undoubtedly that's happening, right? OU yeah. Texas with my two boys, or maybe it's three boys by then, who knows? But that's way up there. OU playing in a national title game, right? We just got done talking about, hey, when's it going to happen? If that happens. This year or next year, man. This year, next year. Yeah. <laughs> but that OU in a national title game, that would be an incredible venue, right? To be with my sons. And then game seven NBA finals in Oklahoma City. Yeah. I don't that think. Would be pretty good. With the setup at the games that we've got, I don't think – I think that may be number one on the list. Just because the the atmosphere of like a game seven of, in, in an NBA finals, I can, I can only imagine what that would feel like in the building, like what it would feel like for the city. I, I think that would be hard to beat, man. Yeah, well, I was there for game one of the finals – and it was like these guys cannot lose. That place was insane. Now, we don't know what happened after that, but that was I can imagine what a game seven would be like. Yeah. And I think I know my my two year old loves golf. Like he loves it every day. Wants to hit the golf ball with like a real kids golf club. And so if it was just me and him, and once again, I don't know much about my two month old yet. But I got to imagine the peak in golf, like with your kids, like you go to the masters together, right? That's it. Now that's the only option, right? There's a big difference between whacking golf balls all day and, and sitting there silently as a kid watching, yeah. you know, there's, that's... there's an age for that. And I don't know what it is. Yeah. I'd, my son's eight, and he would probably last fifteen minutes at a golf course. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm thinking it's hard between OU Texas and because then I get to tell stories that like there's there's like my personal connection to that game. I mean, that's the ultimate, like to to experience that at like the right age where your kids they get it and you can and share they, they may think i'm cool because i i played in it you know there's got to be a sweet spot yeah because like for a, a, a big buildup of age it's probably a nuisance that you're watching the game and not out riding the rides like what are we even doing in here it's too hot it's too loud let's go hit some of those roller coasters yeah but yeah i think ou texas or game seven of an nba finals Final answer. I didn't pick one. I picked two, but um, those are, those are a strong two. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. OU Texas is, 
Like that's, that's the ultimate right there for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's get to our next question. But first loves travel stops is now offering a nationwide 10 cent discount on gas and auto diesel. Why did this just mess up? My mic messed up. Here we go. We're back. <laughs> loves travel stops is now offering a nationwide 10 cent per gallon discount on gas and auto diesel. Just download the Loves Connect app and scan your barcode at the prompt on screen and watch that price drop 10 cents per gallon. Across the country, the Loves Connect app unlocks exclusive deals and can help any traveler plan their route or meal on the highway. So before you hit the road, be sure to download the Loves Connect app to save 10 cents per gallon and experience the country's best highway hospitality at Loves Travel Stops. Loves also has you covered if you forget your phone charger or headphones with an expanded mobile-to-go zone. And of course, don't forget to grab yourself some of that delicious Java Hamore. Opolis Clothing is the exclusive home for all of our Oklahoma Breakdown merchandise and is the best place to get your OU and OKC Thunder gear as well. If you want to live your life in buttery soft comfort, go to opolisclothing.com. That's O-P-O-L-I-S clothing.com. Use promo code TED. T-E-D for 10% off your entire order. That's opolisclothing.com. Use promo use promo code TED for 10% off. Buttery soft and 10% off. And hey, you hungry out there? Well, then head to the garage for hand-smashed patties, butter-toasted buns, and ice-cold beer. Their burgers are awesome. Had one the other night. Just, well, delicious. And it is the perfect spot to watch any big game. Visit eatatthegarage.com to find a location near you and order online from the garage in your neighborhood. Question three. This one comes from at Nick Galona. Galona. Say you suddenly passed away. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Say you suddenly passed away. Before entering the afterlife, God told you, I'm going to send you back to earth for 10 minutes. You can go anywhere in the world. Only thing is you cannot see anyone you know. Where would you choose to go for those 10 minutes? This could get deep. Yeah, so I can't I can't Yeah, see th- so what do we think he means here? Do we think like are we like we're we're visible, right? We're not ghosts. We're visible. I think you're uh, well. I don't know. I took it as if you can't see anyone you know. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're visible. Okay, so you're like back the, alive, right? But you can't see anyone you know. Now, does that mean they can't see you, or I can't see them? Because if it means like if I can see them and as long as they can't see me, I'm going and creeping on my wife and kids for 10 minutes. Yeah. Like hiding, I don't know, in my house, wherever they're at. Right. Like that's like, if only have 10 more minutes, even though I can't see them, like I'm going to, this sounds creepy. I'm going to go watch them. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. Yes. But do we think that's what he means with the question? I don't think so because neither do I. I think he means like, where do you want, what's the coolest place in the world you want to spend 10 minutes? That's kind of how it feels to me. 10. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's kind of how I took it. Like you just like whether you're alone or whatever, like you're just, there's one spot that you would go 
for 10 minutes. What's yours? I think I'd go to my parents' backyard. It just, if I'm going to sit there, if I'm going to be there for 10 minutes, just the smell, like we have a cedar-sided house. Like you can smell the house. You can smell, like, we're right on the river. The river's 60 yards away from our house. Like, there's just a, a distinct smell that it just takes you directly to your childhood where you don't have any worries. You, whatever comes that day, that's just, you know, carefree. Like that is 10 minutes to just like dr- smell that and drink in, drink that in. And it would remind me of being a, a carefree 10, 12 year old. I like that. I I think now part of me wants to be like I'd just go sit on like the Amalfi Coast and drink some drink some Italian red wine and like soak right. it in for 10 minutes, you know, yeah. or maybe somewhere like Florence or Tuscany, right? Just looking at something beautiful and drinking some really good red wine. But I think there's you know, the house we the house in Hawaii and out in Maui there's this one spot where when we get there, it's what's the best way to put it. I would say it it's where it's where I feel closest to God. If that makes sense. There's yeah. this one spot and it's become a little bit of a tradition for me. Like we get there. I go to this one spot. I'm typically by myself and I pray. And then when we leave, I do the same thing. And it's just a place where I feel an immense sense of gratitude. Like with how fortunate I've been in life. And now my kids do it with me. And it's it's a special place for me. Yeah. So I think, I think I'd take that just by myself, and I would be able to enjoy a solid ten minutes alone. I I think I would probably just cry the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it would be. I think that's, I think that's my choice. Because a lot of great memories there and just a, it's where I already go to like reflect. Yeah. And I think that would be, that would be the spot. Yeah. And it smells really good too. I like it. I like how you described the smell. You know, they say that you're like, you're, your deepest memories or like your closest memories are it smell first. And I don't know. I heard that. I heard that recently and I started to think about it. I mean, 
think about anything. Think about anywhere you've been and then just think of like the smell. I I don't know. It works for me a hundred percent. And it's not yeah. even something that I necessarily think about, but after after that, it's like every place, like if you think about your doctor's office, like you can probably think about the distinct smell that it has or just your library that you went to in high school. I, it was like whenever I first heard that, it was I was like, huh. But I started <laughs> thinking about huh. it. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. So you went parents' backyard and I went Hawaii. Yours feels more sentimental than mine. Mine sounds douchier than yours. What do you mean? Mine but, would be Hawaii too, I think, <laughs> if I had been there. No, yeah. I, I I don't know. I just I think that if you've got 10 minutes left, and clearly you can't for the yeah, rules. Yeah, that's what you question, can't see anyone. I think we interpret it the same way. It's like you're yeah. by yourself. Yeah, you're by yourself. You can't see loved ones. Like you're by yourself. Like to me, I that's yeah, and it's even because we took my side of the family out there a couple years ago, and it was like a super special trip for me because we really didn't we didn't travel. We like didn't take family trips really, and we hadn't done that as a family. And we took like my brothers and their kids, and my parents came, and it was just. It was really unlike a trip, any, any trip we'd ever taken and like that. So there would be that aspect to it as well. Yeah. Like my wife, my kids, her side of the family, all the memories there. And then that trip we took with my side of the family, it'd just be, I don't know. I think I feel good about my choice. Good. Yeah. I. It's an interesting question though. I know. I started reading. I was like, my God, this. I think I might cry. And then I did. How about that? <laughs> Question four at Stace M Bates asks, wow, this is quite the change in topic. What is Twitch? Now I'm assuming she doesn't mean the video game streaming platform. I'm assuming <laughs> she means Twitch. Like what we talk about in football all the time. Right. Twitch. So that's, this is, has anyone ever asked you what is Twitch? I don't think anyone's ever. You, Stace, you kind of know it when you see it. Yeah, I don't think I've. I don't know. I don't think I've ever been asked that. But it's a I'll, tremendous I'll you, question. I'll tell you what I think. I think um, at least whenever I use it or I hear it used, I think of you know just essentially, very plainly. You have slow twitch muscle fiber and you have fast twitch muscle fiber. Slow twitch is more endurance based uh, muscle. Like people that have a higher percentage of of slow twitch muscle are typically, you know, higher endurance type athletes. Um, people that have fast twitch muscle, higher makeup, are typically more explosive type athletes. And so whenever I hear Twitch or use Twitch, I take that as a, this is a fast Twitch athlete that is incredibly explosive. That that's, is, that's how I see it as well. 
and you know, it's a term we use a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it is for me, I'd normally use it when I'm talking about like a pass rusher, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's well, because- how I because it's you, I, well, I'm telling you why you said that, but I, what I think is whenever you see a bigger athlete that typically you would expect to lumber a little bit more, right? When you see a bigger athlete that is like explosive. I mean, that's it kind of catches your attention. Yeah. That this guy's got the, like some fast switch to him. Yeah. The ability, like, suddenness. Is when I think twitch, I think like sudden explosive movements, and typically, typically, like you're saying, like it's it stands out amongst the bigger guys, mm-hmm. right? Defensive ends, defensive tackles, even like there's nothing scarier than a twitched up defensive tackle, man. Oof. Yeah. You'll have nightmares, but violent. You you really don't use it to describe. Like even like quick slot ride receivers, you don't hear twitch often with those. It's usually like a pass rusher that can counter quickly inside or that just has an explosive suddenness to them. And one of the easiest ways to identify twitch, in my opinion, is you just Watch a guy like if someone tells you, "Hey, this guy's got some twitch." I mean, this is a this is a twitchy dude. If you watch that guy and then you go watch a, cl- a clip of like another pass rusher, you'll understand what we're talking about. Yeah. It's one of those. If you've watched enough ball for long enough, like you you know it when you see it. Yeah, yeah. There's guys that fire off the football and you know that are big and physical and strong. And then there's guys that have an explosive nature that is, it just looks totally different. You know, like the ability, like short bursts, sprinting speed, or like a guy flying around the edge, uh, you know, Dwight Freeney, you know, like some of those guys where you see just this incredible speed and like the ability to change direction. Suddenness is probably the best way like suddenness or explosive is 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 kind of what I think of. Yeah. Yeah, it's like sudden explosiveness. Yeah. Is yeah. Which, you know, comes very, like very that. rarely is someone I don't think I I would call a bad player twitchy. Like normally if you if you're being described as like he's got twitch, like you're a good ass football player. That's typically. what I, I what I was gonna say is like it it also comes with like a a high level of coordination too. It's not just you know it's 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 not just like a a guy that's weight room explosive. Like there's a there's a control. Like I don't want to say control. Like there the techniques like a, and everything are still like it's somehow sudden and fluid. Yeah, but yeah. also violent. Yeah. It's the twitchy just, ones are the scary ones. Yeah, it's just the, I guess it's just a way to describe like the best football players. Yeah, you know, this yeah. typically the creatures are the twitchy guys. Yeah. Right, so, uh, anything use else on, on Twitch? Use it around the office. Uh, make you sound smart when you're talking about a recruit or something. Just say he's got some he's got some good twitch to him. Yeah. 
And if one of your coworkers is like, what's Twitch? You can, you can play them this. You're like, well, maybe, you that, maybe that's exactly what happened. And that's why Stace M. Bates is asking us what it is. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> could be. All right. Let's get to our next question. But first, Bishop McGinnis Catholic High School represents a tradition of educational excellence in Oklahoma City. Grounded in a faith-based education, students prepare to meet their potential with an individualized academic path that strives for success. Bishop McGinnis offers a college prep curriculum that includes 22 AP courses, participation in OSS AA athletics where they've won over 100 state championships, numerous clubs and organizations for students to join and grow. If you want to provide the best possible educational and spiritual development for your children, contact Bishop McGinnis Catholic High School or visit bmchs.org. Financial aid is available. And attention business owners, you need Insurica in your life. Insurica is one of the country's largest insurance brokers with 30 offices throughout Oklahoma, Texas, in the Southwest. Insurica compares coverage offerings and pricing in order to design a cost-effective comprehensive program to meet your business's specific needs. Purchasing insurance is only one way to protect your business. Insurica's goal is to help you avoid a loss in the first place. If your business partners with Insurica, you'll save huge amounts of money and control your total cost of risk. I'm an Insurica client, and you should be too. If your business wants to be best in class, connect with Insurica at Insurica.com. That's I-N-S-U-R-I-C-A dot com. All right, question five. This one comes from at Asbel underscore Tony. He asks, do do you and Teddy believe manscaping can improve physical performance on the football field? I... I can honestly say this is the first time I've seen anyone ask this question. Yeah. What do you think? Can manscaping improve physical performance on the football field? I'm, I'm guessing he means below the belt manscaping, right? That's how we're interpreting this. I, yeah, I was, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's, I I don't think he just means like, Yeah, I don't think he means like the like general grooming. I think he means the nether regions. In my opinion, no, sadly. I don't think so. Now, I, maybe I'm the wrong person to ask, okay? But I I just I can't imagine watching your wheels spin on how to answer this question. I'm trying to answer truly... honestly. I just can't imagine like with everything that's going through your head as you take the field that, that you would ever even think about that. Right. And if it's I... something that you're not thinking about I just don't see how it could help you and if you are thinking about that I think it's very detrimental to your play you know I, I it's, it's so I'm, a, I'm interpreting it I'm interpreting it in a little bit different of a way okay okay so we talk about how important confidence is all the time on this podcast. 
So my thought is if you are, if you're well-groomed, if you're manscaped up, you know, maybe that turtle looks like it's out of its shell a little more. Maybe your confidence. What did I say? Nothing. Maybe, maybe your confidence is a little higher as a result of that. Maybe you are, you know, because of that confidence, you're getting some better results off the field. You know, maybe, maybe that leads to better play. Like a, you know, like a look good, feel good, play good type situation, right? The, it, it doesn't necessarily translate to, you know, playing better football, but it could translate to more confidence and more confidence, I think, is good for your level of play on the football field. No, am I reaching too much? What you're saying is, it's going to give you confidence going on a date, and if you yes. got confidence going on a date, things on the date are going to go well. If things on the date are going to go well, you're going to feel good. You're going to feel confident. And carry that over to the football field. You carry the confidence from your personal life to the football field. Maybe, maybe not. No, I'm still a no. I'm still a no. Okay. I see what, I see what you're saying. I was trying to connect it. I tried. I'm, And I can't say that that's wrong. All I can say is like on a football field, I would never be thinking about that. And the confidence gained on a football field, for me anyways, this is just me, comes from knowing what the hell I'm supposed to do. And that's really about it. Now, everyone's got could, a different formula, though. You know, yeah, we th- this could lead to a discussion about post practice showers, post game showers, and confident, but I don't think we should go <laughs> down that road. So, your final answer is no. Final answer is no, but I'm still open minded to the fact that there could be something there. I just, I don't, I don't know how you could ever track the data. Yeah. It, I, I don't know if you can measure it, but I'm convinced like more confidence is good for your level of play. That's just, I don't, I don't know how to prove that or how to track it, but that's definitely, it, that is definitely true. Right. There is no doubt about that. Yeah. So that's, I'm going, uh, I feel like the, there, there's not a straight line between the manscaping and the effect on football performance, but I think you can connect some dots, go in a couple different directions and maybe, maybe say that, yeah, it, it, it doesn't hurt. How about that? If, if you're an individual that, if it's been a while since you've, uh, since you've cleaned up, if you really get down in the dumps and are really like, there's a gray cloud following you around, because of that, then I think it's definitely, yes, it translates to the football field. There you go. So keep it trimmed up, boys. There we go. <laughs> All right. Question six. This comes from at Tally Oki. Would you rather A, have the Thunder move back to Seattle or B, 
have OU never win another national title in football? I don't like this question. I don't like this question at all. I I would be in a bad emotional state in either one. But this is this is kind of where I'm at. Like, you wouldn't know OU wasn't going to win a title until, like, you're dead, right? Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, it's like you're, you're, you don't Next know that that's always like the year. Yeah, like, no, it's going to be the year. And then, oh, I'm dead. It's no longer the year, right? But I think he's saying, like, for the rest of eternity, no titles. You have to for choose Oklahoma one. Football. Like, you have to choose one and you know, like, what you're choosing. What, what are you? What are you going with? Oh, Thunder moved back to Seattle. I don't know I why I'm hesitating. Them. I could still watch them when they're in Seattle. I can't go to the games, but I could still watch them play. This is this is going to be strange because you know how much I love OU football, but you yeah. also know how much I love Thunder basketball. It's true. Have you had, and you won a national title, Right, so you have you have felt that feeling, mm-hmm. even though it's been a long time now. I've had an absolute blast playing, watching, then playing, now covering OU football, even though they haven't won a title. And if the Thunder left, like I think that would be a huge blow to Oklahoma City into the state. And you, like, dude, we care about Oklahoma. We absolutely do. I, this is more difficult than I thought it would be. Because normally I'd be like, no, OU football, no doubt. Yeah, you just need to say, OU never win another national title. You're trying to stretch economics of Oklahoma City into this thing to justify it. It's okay, just say it. I, But I don't know. That's my thing. Like, I don't know. If the Thunder moved back to this back to Seattle, like I do, because honestly, I let me. Can I tell you what where I think you're at? I think if if you were able to remain ignorant to the fact that they were never going, like if every year felt like the year, and you could be optimistic, and hey, the roster's finally there. Well, maybe we're a year or two away. Like if you still had all those same feelings, I, you could prob you you could you could manage it fine. It's been twenty three years, right? Right. Yeah. And the other part, you're just having to flat up, flat out, basically say goodbye. Now you could watch the games, as I said, but you're watching the, watch Seattle the damn Seattle Seattle team. Gross. Right. So I think that's uh, that's like the deciding part of it for you is whether or not. Because if you if you knew right now that OU is never going to win a title, forget the other half of the question, you wouldn't stop watching, you wouldn't stop no, following it, you would absolutely not stop critiquing it. So we've got really, a podcast to make, pal. Essentially, nothing has changed other than the fact that, unbeknownst to you, it's just we're never going to get over the hump. I I'm going to choose. 
to have OU never win another national title in football again. No, I can't do that. I just, it means, can I do that? No, I can't do that. Why? It doesn't say that if you pick the other one, like if you pick. Well, because if, if OU never wins the national title game again, right? They may never win one again anyways, though. Right. That's what right. I'm trying to say. But that's true. I just think it would be like, I love Oklahoma city so much. I love Oklahoma so much. Like even if OU's not winning national titles, like we can still enjoy the games. Like we can like, OU Texas is still happening. We're also got like, there's still that sense of community. Like, and we're all enjoying it together, even though may, they may not reach the mountaintop, but the thunder went back to Seattle. Could you imagine <laughs> And maybe some people want the thunder to go away. I don't know. But I losing that entirely with how big of a piece of my life that's become, that that would hurt. That hurt real bad. Well, I don't know. I can just picture you at 75 years old still thinking that OU is going to win the national championship next year and be like, damn it. <laughs> damn it. I let the thunder go for this team. This is horrible. Um, would you rather A, have the thunder move back to Seattle or B, have OU never win another national title in football? I can't believe I'm saying this. I would rather have OU never win a national title in football. Man. Well, that feels very wrong coming out of my mouth. Oh, well, it is. I'm, I'll just tell you right now. You've got two. I kids. can't. Never mind. You know, there's another layer to this. I and I, I directly, I don't. But my children benefit financially from the Thunder situation because they don't just go back to Seattle. Like they get sold, right? Right. Well, I'm just telling you this. Look, you've got two kids now. You've said maybe one, maybe two more. You're getting close to sending the Thunder back to Seattle anyway, buddy. <laughs> You're going to be going to dance recitals and golf practice and baseball practice and basketball practice and to the play. Yeah, man. I'm. You're about to send the Thunder back anyways. As, as much as they play on weeknights, you ain't catching a weeknight Thunder game. You crazy? I would rather have the Thunder move back to Seattle. Final answer. You're such OU a OU football. OU football has given, given me so much. I just can't. I can't willingly choose to have the program I love never win another national title. I just can't do it. I'm going against everything my body is telling me right now. I know it. My mind I, is telling me keep the thunder. My my heart is telling me keep the thunder, but something, my soul, the soul is telling me, whispering, oh, you football. <laughs> That's what's happening here. Anything else on that? Yeah. Well, I think I just went back and forth like 16 times. Yeah. 
One more question. Okay. But first. John Vance Auto Group has been serving Oklahomans for 40 years. Family owned and operated. They've got nine full service dealerships in Woodward, Miami, and Guthrie. No matter what your vehicle needs are, John Vance Auto Group has you covered. They carry domestic brands such as Ford, Lincoln, Chevy, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, Jeep, and Wagoneer. John Vance Auto Group's goal is to give unequaled service and to exceed customers' expectations in every way, which is why they have their lifetime loyalty program. Here's how it works. Buy a new or, you, you, buy a new or used car from them, and all you have to do is get all of the manufacturer recommended maintenance done at the Vance dealership. And if something goes wrong with the components of your engine, transmission, drive, axle, or transfer unit, they will cover the repair costs. It's a great deal. You can browse their entire inventory or find the John Vance dealership near you at vanceautogroup.com. And First Fidelity Bank is a full-service financial institution based in Oklahoma with tailored solutions for all your personal and business needs, checking accounts, saving accounts, home loans, and much more. They do it all. Whether it's online banking from your computer or mobile banking from your phone, everything is stress-free with FFB. Making mobile deposits, paying bills online, and moving money to different accounts could not be easier. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, make your life easier and go bank with First Fidelity Bank. Visit FFB.com for more information. Question seven. This comes from at Jeremy LaForce. Pancakes or waffles? I, I love this question, but I've got I've I'm wondering if this is so on on the radio show I have uh on ninety four seven um my co host and I, Tyler McComas, have Coach Stoops on with us every Tuesday. And the first Tuesday Coach Stoops came on, Tyler I don't know if he got nervous or what, didn't know where to go with the conversation. He asked Coach Stoops if he prefers pancakes or waffles. So I've made made fun of him ever since for that. Like anytime I I have an opportunity, I make fun of that question. So it's like an ongoing joke. I don't know if that's what this is, but I had to get that story in there. I, you would assume that if this person, listens to the podcast and follows the podcast on Twitter. I'm thinking that that is not a coincidence, even though it's kind of a common question. I, I'm that's thinking I'm that's saying. not a coincidence. I don't, I don't know, but the answer is clearly waffles for me. What? 100%. Oh, okay. Well, explain. <sighs> okay. It, it, are we talking like the best pancake and the best waffle? Or are we talking about, Average, kind of like the, the average one because the waffle, dude, it's pancakes are pretty consistent. Waffle, you can get. There's Bad nothing waffles? worse than an overcooked waffle, man. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, it's like brittle and oh, yeah. oh it's disgusting. It's like just air. Yeah, pancake um, is definitely the safer bet, in my opinion. Well, it's it's the safer bet, but if we're going like what it. Good waffles are, to me, it ain't even close. You can get the butter in, like, I perfectly prepare it into every nook and cranny. I meticulously make sure syrup is in every little divot within the whole thing. Yeah, it ain't close. There's something very aesthetically pleasing about dressing a waffle. Yeah. 
And it's part of the buildup too, you know? Yeah. I, I eat pancakes more. I eat blueberry pancakes more than any waffle, but like an elite waffle. I'm a psycho dude. Half, half of the waffle. Like you're saying butter on half syrup, other half peanut butter spread evenly across the waffle syrup, cut it down the middle. I just, I, whether it's a waffle or a pancake, if I'm eating it, typically there's peanut butter being smothered on it with syrup. Oh no, you don't. Oh gosh. No, no, no. I did no, no, not no. expect that reaction. I'm not saying like, like, I think that's fine. And I think I would, I would think that that's good, but I just, I, I can't, I've never had it, but I can't imagine it's better than just butter and syrup. Like, I think it'd be good. And I think it'd be something that I could, I, I could eat and enjoy, but I can't, I can't buy that it's better than like the original blueberry pancake covered in peanut butter with syrup is the go-to for me. See, I don't even want berries in my pancakes. You and just I love, want, I love berries, but my take on this type of thing is typically if I want a berry, I'll eat a berry. I want a pancake. I don't want to mix any of that taste in with, the pancake okay go to waffle or pancake do you have like one in mind or are you like a homemade waffle maker make your own mix type of guy i i like to make my own i don't necessarily like to make my own mix but i like the like the waffle station you know that's got yeah. the, the waffle maker there and i've i've got the pre-measured like to me, that's that's money. Yeah. If I make it, if it's too well done, I discard, and I make a fresh one. Less See, time. that's what I'm saying. Waffles hard to get right, man. There's that. Hey, it's hard to do a good waffle. Like it could be too. It could be too gooey. It could be overcooked. Like that sweet spot. Like that. You're walking a thin line, man. Thin line. Hey, I'm typically not a morning person. I, I'm I, like, I don't, I don't wake up. Well, you ever see me walking through a hotel lobby and I hear a beep, 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 buddy, you, you're going to oh, see I... a, a smile show up real quickly. When I hear that waffle maker timer, you, you and I have done some damage <laughs> in some big 12 towns with those waffle makers at those, uh, those breakfast buffets. Oh, so your team waffle. All day. I think I'm team pancake, man. It's just like a fluffy, big filling stack Love. of pancakes. To oh. me, it's like if you get like a, a, a nice pancake that's got it's almost like a coral reef, you know? Yes. It's, and you can just soak it in syrup and butter. That's the money. I feel like you're coming to my side. Welcome to Team Pancake, <laughs> Okay. Like Q&A. Always so much fun. Very good. Always so much fun. On that note, episode 333, 333 in the books. We'll have a new podcast that'll drop on Sunday. Just a reminder, 
you know, your Teddy from three to six on 94, seven, the ref, you know, me on Sirius XM big 12 radio channel, three seventy five. Hope you all have a fantastic rest of your week. Have an awesome weekend until next time. We appreciate y'all for listening. Do what you always do. Oklahoma. Take care of each other. Just one more time